Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. It is chilly out there. If you haven't been outside already, be sure and wear you a coat of some kind. Good morning, Patricia, and good morning, Mr. Ed, and uh, good old Mr. Ed. Every time I say that, I'm uh, sorry, Ed. I, I, know, I know I say that all the time, but every time I say Mr. Ed, I can't help but think about the TV show, so sorry about that. But, uh, you know, it is, uh, it's chilly out there, so be careful and stay warm and stay safe and uh, pray for our teachers, pray for our children. I know for Washington County, this will be their first day back, and uh, we need to, I meant to really uh, make a real point to um, uh, pray uh, over our school system and teachers and Structural Assistance here State Church, and it, uh, I, I was thinking about it, and uh, uh, got out there and started preaching and forgot all about it, so I apologize. So maybe today, and when we close, we can do a special prayer just for our kids and schools, and, and pray that this virus won't uh, flare back up again. It's one of my biggest concerns. Uh, Took my wife, she's working in the school system, and uh, worries me, uh, and uh, so let's be sure and pray for uh, the Rugrats out there. Good morning, Nile. Uh, everybody stay happy and safe and uh, do well. Well, last night they had another uh, political platform soapbox, uh, the award ceremonies for their uh, stupid uh, uh, actors and actresses, these uh, narcissistic sycophants out there that... Uh, most people could care less about for whatever reason they think what they say matters and apparently they uh, uh, believe that they are the characters they portray on there and uh, i tell you uh, i have to as a pastor and as a christian i have to i have to really reel in my thoughts because i tell you what what i like to do to jimmy kimmel would not be a christian uh, attitude at all and uh really ticks me off and of course he uh was it uh, i don't know if it was regina king or, or or who it was but uh kept wanting him to say black lives matters over and over and i might have a belly full of that too uh you know it's not you know it should be uh, all lives matter. Nobody says that black lives doesn't matter, you know. But, uh, you know, we should be talking about equality. We should be talking about treating people as we would love to be treated. And, uh, you know, I was, I'm just getting tired of it. You know, it's just, it's just a, I'm tired of this agenda being pushed. It's not about equality. It's about superiority. And uh, I'm just... Uh, uh, I'm just done. I really am because if black lives matter so much. Then how come when uh, they're not upset with black on black lives are attacked? If black lives matter, why aren't they worried about little children that are getting shot? Why aren't they worried about uh, these gangs in Chicago? It only matters if there's a white cop involved and a, and a black uh, crook or thug out there who's resisting arrest and not complying. And if he gets shot or killed, then that's all the time it matters. It's a bullcrap agenda, and I've just had I've just had enough of it. I really have. And, uh, you know, it is just, um, uh, well, we'll get into a little more of this here in a minute. <laughs> I don't mean to, to get, get uh, too quick into uh, uh, my uh, uh, rant, if you will, but uh, we'll, we'll dig into this just a, just a hair more if, uh, if that's okay. But, uh, but I guess it's going to be okay because uh, uh, since I'm doing it, so... <laughs> But anyway, let's stand and let's have do our Pledge of Allegiance if we may. And I always ask that you do stand, place your hand over your heart, take off your hat, show respect people, and let's do this. All right, here we go. A oh, attention salute pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, 
indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord for this wonderful and great country in which we live in. I know, oh, I don't think I hit the flag on uh, the website. Well, I guess everybody saw my belly as I stood up there. <laughs> Sorry about that. For those on the website, I don't think I hit the uh, the button like I was supposed to, so instead of seeing the flag, they just saw me standing, so I'm sorry. Uh, well, anyway, let's go ahead and look at our passage this morning. We're looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. So let me pull that up here, and uh, and if you have your Bible, be sure and read along, And uh, but I'll bring it up here as well so you can see it. 2 Corinthians 4, 4. And whom the God of this world hath blinded, the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. All right. As we Peppy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of to our hearts. Now, I do also want to read one more passage. Um, I want to look at First uh, uh, John chapter 2, uh, and we'll read verses 15 and 16. It says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. So, you know, obviously, I think you're kind of seeing where I'm headed at this morning, is uh, <clears throat> to be careful not to love the things in this world. And uh, see, that's all these these these, these actors, uh, majority of us, all they care about is their own narcissistic uh, vein. Uh, their own, they're, they're just so caught up in their selves. Uh, they don't know what's going on in the real world, and uh, they probably don't even care. And uh, I don't need a lecture from some uh, moron in Hollywood who don't even have an education, you know. So that's uh, why I'm just sick of it. And, uh, you know, trying to, you know, they want to, Hollywood wants to, Hollywood wants to dictate how we're supposed to look. Uh, that's why you see there are so many anorexic uh, girls or bulimic girls. And it always stop there. Uh, boys have, and men have just as much pressure it's a lot of women because you look on air, they, all the guys are ripped and cut and, and uh, you know, uh, but just like somebody said, as long as the studio's paying for it, they can have all the personal trainers they want and they'll look good. But if you don't have that, then you can't achieve that uh, that look, but they set that standard. So that's what the world thinks. That's what you have to look like. And so you have people out there killing themselves, uh, trying to lose weight and set and live up to a standard they think the world is, is at. And, you know, uh, like I told you before, I'm obsessed with um, working out. I think you need to be healthy. I think that's biblical. You need to try to eat right. You need to try to exercise. Nothing wrong with that. But I, where I was so obsessed with it, I guess I've kind of went in the other direction to the point I just don't even care anymore. You know, I, uh, <clears throat> I know I've been on a lot of weight, and uh, I just don't even care. I mean, you know, you know it is um, uh, even Paul uh, talked about the, 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 the frivol frivolousness. Get out here in a second. Of um, of working out of, of exercise, it, it, it's not going to you know very little benefit. In other words, what we need to uh, focus on, instead of being so focused and driven on the physical, we need to make sure that we're focused on the spiritual even more so. That's what's important. Again, I don't knock an exercise. I don't knock and you know dieting and trying to live healthy. That's fine and good as long as you keep it in its proper perspective. That's the main thing. But, you know, one thing that they were doing on this awards thing, uh, now, I, I, I didn't watch it because I could care less, but I, I saw some of the news clips uh, on the television this morning. It was talking about being moral, talking about being good, and all this stuff. 
But what is good? What is the standard? If they, you know, I talked about this here recently. If if God is not in the equation, how do you determine what is good? Good can be relative. Murder can be relative. Murder can be the the equal to well, that's something I don't like. You know, I, I don't like to be murdered. Uh, you know, it, where where's the where are you drawing your morality from? If there is not God Almighty, the God of the Bible, uh, and uh, and showing us the way, showing us the, the the golden rule of treating others as we want to be treated, showing us the Ten Commandments, not to murder, uh, not to steal, not to covet, not to do these things, to treat others as you want to be treated. We see all these things in God's Word. That's where that's where we have a standard that uh, that we can abide by. Uh, and uh, understand as to why we do these things. But when the world wants to uh, uh, delete God out of the equation, where is your morality? See, on these words, they keep screaming, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Like I said, nobody says they didn't. The Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, Hispanic Lives Matter. Lives matter because we're all equal in God's eyes. And if without God, you're going to have this division, you're going to have uh, uh, this racial mess that we're in right now but through only christ through that change of heart can we come together as a country and but you know again why should i treat someone nice if god is not in that equation why should i bother why should i try to treat that person with any respect or dignity and that, that's the problem you know that's all they're spouting is a bunch of googly gook you know if you will and uh and nothing to back it up and we have to put God back in this country. We have to put God first in this country. We cannot love this world. Remember, we are just pilgrims, sojourners in this world. It all started 4,000 years ago and uh, with, with Abraham and Moses. And then 2,000 years later after that with Jesus Christ, we are, we are only passing through this world. And so we cannot love the things in this world. We have to have our direct, full attention to God Almighty. There's a great that uh, A.W. Tozer had addressed uh, uh, this issue in regards to loving the world. And he had four things uh, in regards to what we're talking about this morning. One is unbelief. Uh, again, this is A.W. Tozer that I'm, I'm uh, quoting here. Uh, unbelief, to have fellowship with those who live in unbelief is the love of the world. Religion without the Son of God is worldly religion. So, uh, you know, are you listening? Are you hanging around with? Are you being with people who are unbelievers? You know, I've taught, I've actually counseled people who um, uh, had close personal friends who were not believers. And I tried to explain to them, listen, you can be friendly with them. You can be friends, but you cannot have a close a friendship with someone who is not an unbeliever. So it goes back to not to be unequally yoked together because that person will drag you down. And I have people look, look at me straight in the face and say, don't you tell me who I can hang out with. I'll hang out with whoever I want to. I say, hey, man, I ain't your daddy. You do whatever you want to. <clears throat> Excuse me. It ticks me off, you know. You do what you want to. God gives you free will. You do what you want to. I'm just trying to explain to you what the Bible says. Well, you don't understand. That person's always been there. Well, that's fine and good. Either you want to keep your eyes on the Lord and stay on the right path or hang around with your unbelieving buddies who the God of this world has blinded. And then when you have a problem, instead of being with a Christian brother or sister in Christ who can pray with you, help you through a difficult situation, you're going to be with people out in the world whose their only answer is drugs, alcohol, or whatever ungodly thing is out there to have them to cope and deal with uh, situations. Man, I've been there. I know. Uh, you know, when I... Uh, uh, when I was living in the world, and I was living for the Lord, and I was hanging out with my buddies, and uh, I had a problem. I said, "Man, I'm not dealing this. Oh man, come on, let's go have a drink. Let's lighten up a little." I know, so don't. I, I ain't stupid. So you do whatever you want to, but you've got to. Um, if you are a Christian, we've got to give our all to Christ. 
You can't have one foot in the world and one foot in, in heaven. You've got to either be all for God or you're not. And I think that's a real problem we have with people today. They want a little of both. And it's either you're all for God or you're not. And you say, well, it's not that cut and dry. It's not that black and white. Yes, it is. Either you're, you know, it, God is the God of, of uh, the Lord, you know, King of Kings and, and of your life, your heart, and that's what you're driven to worship, and that's what you're driven to follow, and that's what you are truly convicted and want to do those things that are right, then, or you're not. I mean, it just, it, it's that simple, and uh, you can do with that as you will. Now, and again, uh, uh, all they have is worldly religion. All right, that's not just like we talk about this Regina King. All they have, and all these other actors, they, they want everybody to be, you know, uh, love, peace, and chicken grease kind of thing, you know, and uh, uh, you can't have peace and you can't have love without God. Um, let's see here. Uh, and A.W. Tozer has on point number two, uh, impenitence, all right? The worldly shrug, the, world, the worldling, I don't know why I can't talk this morning, the worldling shrugs off his sin and continues in it. The Christian mourns over his sin and is comforted. So, in other words, those in the world will justify their sin. All right? That's kind of something a little bit when I was talking about last night. Uh, and I've said in, in many times before, because it is a real problem among the Christian community, of they want to justify sins because of the lack of pastoral leaders uh, in the community, not just here locally, which there's a real problem here locally too, but I'm talking about across the nation, that do not stand up and say sin is wrong, it is to be abhorred, it is to be hated, it is to be avoided, and we have to fight against that. No, instead, they pat everybody on the head, oh, it's all right, don't you worry about it, it's okay, it could be worse. You could be like this person down the road who's killing people, or, you know, I was hoping somebody down the road ain't killing people, but you know what I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be that extreme, but you know what I mean. You try to compare your sins to more heinous sins to make yourself feel better about what you're doing. Sin is sin in God's eyes, and you have to abhor it, and you have to hate it, and the world will shrug that off. Oh, what's the matter? What's a little white lie? What does it matter? Oh, so what if I cheated on my spouse? I, you know, uh, you know, what does it matter? You know, uh, you see how the world shrugs these things off, and it's no big deal. You know, and uh, particularly sexual immorality or whatever's going on, they make excuses for that and go on. But for the Christian, as A.W. Tozer's telling us here, the Christian mourns over his sin and is comforted. We should hate and we should abhor sin. And when we mess up, we should have that immediate conviction of, Lord, please forgive me. And we are comforted in the fact that he is faithful and just to forgive us of those sins. And we can continue on and move forward in our Christian walk and journey. But, um, you know, and that's one thing, like I've said before, that, that battle continues. Even though we ask for forgiveness, we are comforted and knowing that we are forgiven, the battle continues on because the devil wants to berate you and beat you up and say, look what you've done, look what you've said, look at your actions, what a terrible, miserable Christian you are. That's where the battle continues. That's when I say, Satan, get the heck away from me. I am forgiven. I am loved. God is not giving up on me. And you keep pushing forward. But quit making excuses for those sins. Quit comparing your sins to somebody else. It is sin. It should be abhorred and it is hated in God's eyes. And you should equally hate it. When you mess up, and we all do, there's none righteous on that one. We all mess up. But at that moment, we need to say, you know what, Lord, forgive me. Help me to avoid that staring pitfall in the future and help me to do better and to strive to have that mind of Christ. And quit uh, uh, pussyfooting around uh, and with your Christian walk and quit being so flippant with your attitude towards God. And because we're, it's a real, talk about a pandemic. That's the problem with the, in the Christian community. It's a real pandemic when it comes to sin. 
point number three of A.W. Tozer, godless philosophies. Men and women of this world accept the sufficiency of this world and make no provision for any other, esteeming earth above heaven. All right, you get that. Godless philosophies. Men and women of this world accept the sufficiency of this world and make no provision for any other, esteeming earth above heaven. So many people are so focused on the things of this earth, so focused on the things of this world, that they don't look at the world beyond, the world to come. It's so sad to think there are so many people out there who think that this is it. This is all there is. That we uh, 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 we live, we die, and that's it. You know, if that's all I had to, you know, that this is all there is, man, why get out of bed in the morning? Why function? Why do anything? Uh, you know, what, what would even be the point uh, without God uh, to to give us that drive, that hope, for the future, you know, that we will see our loved ones again. For those who are saved, you will see those loved ones again. Uh, and I make that an important, an important point to say that because there's a lot of people, when somebody dies, uh, you know, it's so easy for people to say, well, angels gained another, uh, or heaven's gained another angel, or things like that. Well, if they're not saved, of course, nobody wants to, you know, you don't want to say this at a funeral, you know, you don't want to sit there and say, well, they're burning in hell. I mean, that's, you know, you, you've got to, we've had to speak the truth in love, obviously. But, um, uh, you know, I know it's awkward when somebody dies. And if you don't know somebody's saved, see, I, I've had do funerals where I don't, they, they've literally said, I don't know if they were saved. And I'm like, gee, see, the only thing I can do at that point is just preach heaven and talk about uh, the love of Christ and talk about for those who are saved, you will see your loved ones and try to kind of sidestep or avoid the fact that this person may not have been saved and we and the hope is that uh, maybe before they died maybe they prayed that prayer of salvation and and they are in heaven but um you know i don't want people people have this uh, delusion that well if you're good god's gonna give you a free pass it don't work that way you have to pray the prayer of salvation in order to enter through the gates of, of the god of heaven of the kingdom of heaven and uh, otherwise you're gonna spend eternity in hell that's just a, that's just a fact and um I've had people say, well, what about the cases of suicide? You know, there's some pastors out there who are just jerks. I'll be honest with you. They're just, just scumbags. I, I, uh, they'll sit there and say, well, you know, that person's in hell. No, you can't just sit there and say that. You know, uh, there is, um, uh, you know, obviously suicide is wrong. It's still considered murder. But um, uh, if your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, again, when you, uh, you know, it's no different than any other sin that, um, uh, you know, again, suicide is selfish, it is wrong, all right? I want to make sure I, I emphasize that. Uh, and it's, it's very selfish and it hurts all those around, you know? And I think some people think that uh, uh, so they're going to be sitting there watching everybody mourn their loss, you know? It, it doesn't work that way. But my point is, if your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, it's not going to be a race when you messed up. And when, if you were, heaven forbid, to commit suicide and you're a Christian, I do believe you go to heaven. Uh, and there are bad people out there who argue that that with me, but um, uh, because I've been there, I know what it's like to be in that dark spot. I know what it's like to feel like there is no way out, and to feel like suicide is the only answer. I know I have been there, 
That's why I understand it maybe a little better than most. And so I get really ticked off at, at pastors and things that say that. But one thing's for sure, my friends, we have to make sure that we're not so caught up in this world, we're not looking at the world to come. So be sure that your heart is right with the Lord and that you're uh, looking forward to those rewards in heaven and serving God daily. All right. uh, last point of A.W. Tozer here is externalism. The man of the earth lives only for the world around him. He has no kingdom within him. So without God, without Jesus... Uh, you're only living, like he's saying right here, to, for, for the world itself or what's going on about him. But if you don't have Jesus Christ in your heart, then you have a void. You're missing something. That's why people are trying to find fulfillment in other people, trying to find fulfillment in relationships. That's why you see a lot of people have been married four, or five, six, seven times because they're trying what they're looking for, they can't find in somebody else. Uh, they can't give them what they're searching for. Uh, or they're trying to find that in alcohol or in drugs or in exercise or in food. I mean, it, they're trying to find something to fill that void, uh, something they know is lacking, something they know is missing. And that is Jesus Christ. With Jesus Christ, we can have contentment. With Jesus Christ, we can have peace. With Jesus Christ, we can have a strength that is not our own. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, uh, it's not that the Christian walk is easy. I think a lot of people are under the delusion that once you get saved and everything's going to be hunky-dory, everything's going to go your way. That's not the case. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, in fact, the devil's probably going to attack you more and those around you more because before he had you where he wanted you. And when you try to, when you give your life to Jesus, he don't like it. And he don't want to, uh, um, uh oh, my battery's running low on my laptop. That's something's, don't know, something's probably come loose here on my laptop. I don't know, I bet the dogs pulled the cord out or something. I'll have to figure it out here in a second. But um, but anyway, um, let's be sure that uh, we're not looking for things in this world to fulfill us. Let's make sure that we're looking towards the things that Jesus Christ can give us. So let's give our all to the Lord and let's serve him daily. And let's not be focused on this world, but let's put our focus where it needs to be. Give me just one second here. I'm afraid this battery is going to go dead before I can uh, um, finish our. Uh, I don't want those on the website to uh, uh, for it just to cut off right in the middle of prayer here. Oh no, hitting everything wrong here today. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, it's one of those days, and uh, yeah, my cord has come out here. Of the probably the dog probably pulled it out. There we go. All right, guys. Sorry for all the craziness this morning. Let's have a quick word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, help us uh, not to be uh, so focused on this world. Help us not to be self-centered, but help us to be selfless. Help us, Lord, to have more of you. Help us, Lord, to have that zeal, uh, that excitement. Help us to want to serve you more with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Lord, help us uh, to not to uh, the God of this world to blind us and to uh, be focused on what is temporary, but let us focus on what is eternal. Lord, is anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, God, and want you all protect us, and Lord, keep us safe. And Lord, I just want to lift up a very special prayer for all of our teachers, all of our instructional assistants, and all of our children who are returning back to school this week. 
Lord, I place, I pray, pray for safety for our children, uh, for our teachers. And Lord, I pray that you be with the parents as they're traveling back and forth, dropping off their children, picking them up. Lord, let this uh, virus just go away. Let us see no more spikes, see no more problems with it. Uh, Lord, I pray that everybody have a good day, a fun day, and a safe day. Lord, and just everything goes smoothly without any problems or complications. And Lord, uh, <clears throat> especially with our special needs children, and I know the adjustment is tough and hard on them, Lord, and be a, pray, a special prayer for them. Lord, be with this country, this nation, and bring healing upon this land. Touch hearts and minds like never before. Lord, be with our sister in Christ, Wendy Lee, Kim Penix, and uh, Ginger Hood, and Troy, and Linda and David Feathers. And pray, Lord, that you'll be with uh, Murph, and uh, pray that you'll be with Fran Pear and her sisters. Pray that you'll be with uh, Jane Kitchings and uh, so many others, Lord Jesus, and that you'll bring comfort and peace on those who have lost loved ones and have them during this difficult time. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will be with our president, give him wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in this difficult time. And Lord, be protection about him and his family. And Lord, let our election results be one we can all rejoice over. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> I appreciate all you guys and gals for um, watching this morning. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know what's going on. I'm a little congested this morning and don't know. Uh, sorry about that. I apologize uh, uh, for... Uh, having a frog in my throat and then that uh, camera going haywire and uh, <laughs> electronics coming unplugged. And so I, I apologize and thank you, Robin, and uh, appreciate you. Hope you have a, hope you, you and everyone watching has a very great and happy Monday. And um, so uh, remember uh, to live, well, first, well, I always want to uh, remind everybody uh, to uh, if you are on social media and want to share these, your friends or family find me at Dr. Young 77. If they don't do social media, they can find me at uh, Fountain Life Bible Church on flbconline.com and watch live there uh, if I'm not having technical difficulties. <laughs> and, uh, and then after uh, these live recordings, uh, I upload this to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young and or audio only. You can listen to the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes free of charge and um, listen as you're going out and about your day. Well, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. This was me.